Hey, I'm racing to write and record this for you in the moments before my second surgery. But before I go in, I want to tell you something odd. Cancer has been good for me. I can't lie. In the first 24 hours, I journeyed through some very difficult feelings relating to my mortality and how that would impact my three children. I let those feelings truly sink in and tenderize me. That felt important. I recognize not everyone will agree with me, but when it entered other people's lives, I'd always thought of cancer as an important messenger. So when it knocked on my door, I wanted to fully receive my message. What came up for me was grief. So much grief. It's made a lot of sense. See, before I was separated from my husband, my mama was all clear. So the big C came on after the separation. I will spare you the divorce details, dear reader. But ever since my husband moved out of our home, my focus has been on keeping things steady for the children. I wake them up the same way. I put them to sleep the same way. The breakfast and dinner tables are set the exact same way. Our vacations haven't changed. No matter what shit storm is happening behind the scenes, I've kept it all steady Eddie on my end. I rarely let myself grieve the dream I had for our family. I wanted to be the face of resilience, the all-powerful mama. After all, if I fell apart, it would make everything so much worse for them, right? Maybe. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. I didn't fall apart. That's not the path I chose. And so perhaps that's why cancer chose me. Again, maybe. Maybe not. This is how I see it. How many women do you know who've gotten some form of female cancer during or just after their divorce? The unprocessed grief takes a toll, in my opinion. So diving into and sitting with that abject grief felt important to me. In meditation, we stay with the breath. But when a very big wave of feeling comes, we release the breath and stay with that feeling and allow ourselves to feel it fully. Just after the diagnosis, when I felt that grief come on, I allowed it to engulf me when my kids were at school and asleep, of course, and eventually it passed. When I allow hard feelings to come in full force, they usually pass through me within 24 to 48 hours like a rough storm. Tomorrow, I have another surgery. They didn't get it all the first time. I fall into the 10% who need a second surgery. Some people will call that unlucky. I see it differently. I am lucky they caught the problem. Out, out, damn spot. Whether the source of the proverbial spot is the divorce or something else, I don't really know. Whether I will ever fully get it out, I don't know that either for certain. But I am committed to the exploration and understanding of my internal life in tandem with the exploration and understanding of my physical body. I believe the two are linked. Many people use the phrase fuck cancer, and I know it gives them strength. I don't gain strength from that personally. I do see the cancer as a toxicity that needs to come out, but it feels like emotional waste for people who've gone through something hard. So fuck cancer feels to me like being mad at your bowel movements. <laughs> so for now, I will continue to rely on two things for good emotional hygiene. One, daily meditation. 
but not just the sitting practice. Every moment we're meditating on something. Instead of meditating on fear or worry, I will meditate on love. And speaking of, number two, love. I will continue to ask for and give love freely. It's sunshine for my insides. I feel so grateful to the team that will operate on me tomorrow. I feel so grateful to my partner, Anthony, and to my besties, David and Karen, who seem to do all the worrying so I can be my big, bad, namaste self. I feel so grateful to my community who love and support my family every day, including the days like tomorrow when I'm unable to cook or do pickups. I'm grateful to everyone who sent me a message of love on email, text, social media, or smoke signals. I love you. I am swimming in a sea of love. I urge you, don't wait for crisis. Send a mass email to your people and ask them to send you love. The water's so nice in here. And please consider this. Every so-called crisis is an opportunity to deepen our practice of love. That's why I suggest a reframe on all crises. I spent the first part of my adult life going for the peaks and climbing every mountain in front of me like a beast. But today at 51, that feels so simple and, well, 2003. I would argue that the depths we swim to determine our true triumphs. And yes, most times we are pushed to those places. Like I wouldn't have chosen cancer. I also wouldn't have chosen divorce. But good Lord, I've gotten way more out of these challenges than I ever did when I was a career mountaineer. Back then, the rewards were fairly straightforward. Money, cachet, recognition, and of course, lots of stuff. The, war, the rewards of this inner journey? Are you ready? Not needing all that shit. <laughs> In other words, freedom. And so while I'm no longer a journalist, I am a journeyist, and the path still being written. Thanks for holding my hand on this journey. I hope you gather as much strength from my hand as I do from yours.